This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Well, some things that I would like to change, one is the Electoral College. The Electoral College needs to go. And maybe we might want to take a look at the whole Electoral College. I think it needs to be uh, eliminated. I'd like to see us move beyond it, yes. And that means get rid of the Electoral College. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Good day, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and today is Monday, December the 14th of 2020. Could actually be one of the most important days in the history of the United States. Today is the day that the Electoral College will vote for the President of the United States. What you heard at the opening soundbite was elected officials and appointed officials fighting against the Electoral College. Justice Ginberg was the first person you heard. Then you heard Bernie Sanders. And then you heard Hillary Clinton. And finally, you heard Elizabeth Warren. At no time in this country has elected officials stood up with a voice of what they're saying to eliminate the Electoral College. Thank God we got the Constitution, because if they're going to do this, they're going to have to amend the Constitution. And we, as states in America, will not allow that to happen. But getting back to today and the job of the Electoral College, if the Electoral College does throughout history what it does, according to, quote, the Constitution of the United States, then they will select Joe Biden as the next president of the United States of America. But we all know 70% of America knows that the election was completely fraud. It was taken over by the communists in this country and the communists of other countries. And thus, the election system has been compromised. It's really that simple. What I want to do is I want to introduce an individual to you that I have very high esteem and respect for. His name is Lieutenant Colonel Alan Bernard West. He's an American politician and a retired United States Army Lieutenant Colonel, a member of the Republican Party, 
Wes represents Florida or represented Florida's second con congressional district in the United States House of Representatives from 2011 to 2013 and now serves as the chairman of the Republican Party of Texas. I have previously met this individual, Lieutenant Colonel West, and he is by far one of the greatest patriots this country has ever produced. And he is going to tell us the truth about our government and who is in it and why we are in this situation. There's a news organization called The New America. You can go check them out with the link in the show notes. And they're interviewing Colonel West. And Alan West says that there are communists in Congress. So is he right? Is he correct that there are actually communists that are in our federal government? Absolutely, he is correct. It's called the Congressional Progressive Caucus. That's part of it. It's a caucus in our federal government. What percentage of the American legislator do you think are card-carrying Marxists, internationalists, or socialists? West claimed that there are 78 to 81 members of the Democrat Party that are also members of the Communist Party. All you have to do is do your homework and you can see that he's correct. Research these people that he is talking about. Go to this article and read it. He is specifically talking about this Congressional Progressive Caucus, better known as the CPC, believes in government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Our fairness plan is rooted in our core principles. It also embodies national priorities that are consistent with the values, needs, and hopes of all our people, not just the powerful and the privileged. We pledge our unwavering commitment to these legislators' priorities, and we will not rest until they become law. So put your Donald Trump decoder ring on, and let me tell you what they are really saying to you. We want all the power. We are the elite. This has got nothing to do with the American people. It's about communism taking control and running your life every single day in this country. And that's what their plan is to do. You can read much more about the CPC, which, by the way, sounds very familiar, doesn't it? Except it's called the CCP. I wonder why. The bottom line, they are godless and they want utopia in America, according to them, and if they take rule and the power, they're going to create utopia, which has never, ever been done in the history of the world. And communism never does it, ever. The CPC executive board for the 117th Congress will be comprised of legislators from liberal communist states, all but one. Washington, California, Minnesota, Illinois, Colorado, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, and Texas. 
And Texas is now becoming or being considered what they call a purple state, which means it's on its way to becoming communist controlled by this, quote, Democrat Party. Here are some famous names that you know that are now part of this CPC. Ilhan Omar, Shelley Jackson Lee from Texas, Rashid Tlaib, and Jan Schakowsky. By the way, if you listen to the podcast on Friday at the very end of that Sound of Communists, this was the person that was marching in Illinois, in Chicago, in 2011 with the Communist Party. That's the person that you heard at the end of that clip that said, oh, they're just people fighting for their rights and equal opportunity in America. No, they're fighting to take control of this country. And what's sad about it, if they do succeed, all of those people that were marching in the street and wanted equal opportunity, when a communist government takes over, they'll be one of the first ones eliminated. Because they'll see the light and the truth, and then they'll go against this communist government, but they won't let that happen. They will weed them out. I want to present to you a cut that is from the Joe Rogan show. Joe Rogan is very, very popular in this country in the podcast world. If you haven't listened to him, please do. He has some issues like everybody else, but he is interviewing Dan Crenshaw, a legislator that we all know was a veteran, got wounded in Iraq. He's the one that wears the eye patch. So I want to apologize up front about the language that Joe Rogan used. I'm not going to cut it out because I want to keep the message and the flow of the conversation going so you can get the full effect of what Representative Dan Crenshaw is telling us about our electoral college and specifically how America was formed and why we have these checks and balances in place. The Joe Rogan experience. And I think this this experiment in self-government, which is a completely new thing in human history that's redefined the way the rest of the world governs itself. I mean, this that's what America really is. Is it perfect? Fuck no. But humans aren't perfect. There's not a goddamn human anywhere that's perfect. There's not a single culture anywhere that doesn't have something that's inherently wrong with it. It's the best system for imperfect human beings, yes. right? And it's it's a system based on the the fact, the the unavoidable fact that we are imperfect yeah okay and that and that you cannot you cannot constrain mankind's nature to the extent that progressives would like to there's there's a belief uh, from and it comes from just marxist ideology and, and kind of french revolution thought that you can perfect human nature that you can get people to be perfect eventually if you just give the state enough control and and and, and stop certain thoughts that are bad, keep those down, keep these, elevate these other ones, you can eventually get us to where we think we should be. Uh, I think that's utopian. I, I don't see how that's ever possible. And I think our, our U.S. constitutional system understands that. You know, it, it's, not, it's not like the founders got together and just made a bunch of stuff up, right? right. They, were, they, were, they were very well versed in history. They, they studied it relentlessly. And they took ideas from Jerusalem and Athens and Rome and London. They took all these best ideas and these best practices, and they said, this is probably how we should govern. We're first going to say why government exists. 
Okay, we're going to say that in the Declaration of Independence. When John, Thomas Jefferson wrote that, the Declaration of Independence was, it wasn't just declaring its independence, it was also declaring why government exists. And it exists to protect unalienable rights, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Right? And he gets these ideas from guys like John Locke, who said life, liberty, and property, or those are unalienable rights. And you protect rights. You can't give them to people, but you can protect them because they're already inherent in you. They're natural rights. Okay, and then the Constitution told us how to govern. It's like, how do we live together? Well, there should be checks and balances. You should have an emphasis on local state control because, because the problems are closest to the people and they should be closest to the representatives down at that level. 51% um, of the population shouldn't be able to tell the other 49% what to do. You know, we should have an electoral college so that the biggest population centers can't tell everybody else what to do. There's important structures like embedded into the Constitution that have, that have allowed us to actually last, I think, as long as we have. We have the oldest political – it's the oldest document in the world. It's the oldest constitution in the world. So we're the youngest – one of the youngest countries, but we're the only ones that had such a long-standing constitution. I think that's important to realize too. It's very bizarre that they had the insight to realize that – shit could go so sideways that they put all these checks and balances together that actually can reasonably well in a reasonably well way work today yeah as you heard representative dan crenshaw is a great patriot in the house representatives at least we have people there that still understand the foundations of the very system that he is part of if the Electoral College votes according to the results provided by this, quote, communist voter fraud, which I believe exists in this country, then this day will be the greatest Red Monday in the history of America. So the question we got to ask ourselves, can the republic survive a complete communist power grab in the two of the three branches of the government today. So if the Democrats win the two seats in Georgia, then they will have the President of the United States, the Senate, and the House. So two full branches of power will be controlled by communists. You can slice it and dice it any which way you want to, but they're communists and they're going to be in charge of this country. They can label it progressive, socialist, whatever. They're communists. It's that simple. They want power and control over you and your life. Which brings me to the Bonehead Award for today. Like I stated many times before, these young kids don't have a clue whatsoever about the history of America, much less the Electoral College. This kid tries to debunk a Prager University video about the Electoral College and why it exists. He has absolutely no brains to think what he thinks because he doesn't have the education system to give him critical thinking skills to understand what the Constitution is. So this is what they believe, the bonehead of the day. All right, let's get right into here. It's uh, the Electoral College is essential. Um, I already tried doing this video once. Uh, I don't know why the audio didn't work. Um, that's 
partially probably my fault because uh, I'm kind of stupid when it comes to editing stuff. Um, so yeah, let, let's get right into it. Let's hope it's um, an entertaining one and we all learn a lot from it. What's up guys, this is Will Witt with PragerU. Today we are in rural Colorado. It's extremely cold, but we're here today talking about the Electoral College. In Colorado, they want to get rid of the Electoral College. That, that, that's good. That's a good thing. They want all of this state's electoral votes to go towards whoever wins the national popular vote in America. This is unconstitutional. The Founding Fathers made the Electoral College to prevent the tyrannical majority from controlling the minority. Imagine if you have a dollar and me and my cameraman both vote to take your dollar. That's democratic, that's the majority, but that's not fair. And the Founding Fathers knew this. Imagine states like Montana, Wyoming, New Mexico, states with low populations. If there is no electoral college, that means states like California, New York, and Texas would dominate these states. These smaller states with smaller populations wouldn't have a voice without the Electoral College. The Founding Fathers made the Electoral College so that even the smallest minority would have a voice in all elections. The irony of it is that the point of a democracy is that the will of the majority of the people should be um, exerted. The, the, the purpose of a democracy is the will of the people is able to influence government. So basically, what they're saying is that even if the majority of the people majority of the people support a candidate, uh, uh, I, I, since they live in a state that has a lot of people, uh, we're gonna have to you know make not as many votes count towards uh, electors as it would for another state. For example, it's like uh, I believe it's Wyoming where they um. It's like a hundred thousand something people is equivalent to one elector, whereas in California it's around like seven hundred thousand people is equivalent to one elector. So that's seven times as many people as it requires to get one elector in uh, California. So that's not fair. That's overrepresenting the population, and um and like uh I believe it's a uh, it's either Wyoming or Montana. Uh, I can uh, actually link the article that I have for this in the description down below if you uh, want to check that out. Um, but but it's also like the idea that <laughs> that uh, these big states are always going to be like coming after the small states and stuff. It's completely absurd, right? The reason they care so much about this is because they know as well as I do that without the electoral college, it would be much harder to elect a conservative Republican. Um, president it'd be much harder to get someone like that into office because in reality not as many people support that that those ideas as uh, that uh, lead you on to to believe i'm not even going to waste my time talking about that bonehead you have the ability to listen to what he just said and you know how absolutely ridiculous he sounds because he's uneducated Unfortunately, because of technology, this man's voice gets thrown around everywhere and people just like him. But there is a fortunate to this. The fortunate is he's only had 57 views on his YouTube channel. Thank God for that. But again, the bonehead of the day. So what can you do? You can stand up, you can show up, and you can speak up and enlighten our legislators and tell them 
with a true heart, it is time for everyone that's an American, a true American, to stand up against communism in this country. Highlight it, bring it up to every single meeting, speech, conference that they attend and never shut up about it. We've got to change the minds of these young individuals that are being geared to take over this country in their stupidness. Finally, I thank each and every one of you for listening to The Gunny today, especially on this Red Monday. But I ask you please share this podcast with everyone you know and tell them to share it. Help me get this voice out there. Help me get the communist conceptual ideas into the heart of the American citizens so they can do something about it instead of just going around like a bunch of lemmings in this world not understanding what the truth is. Help me to help you to fight for this country and bring us back to the Constitution of the United States. This is the Gunny out.